I want to be your radio BFF. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry, and welcome to the Lisa Berry Show podcast. I'm a radio DJ on a national network of stations across the country, and I decided it might be fun to share some of the highlights from that radio show right here on this podcast. And if you wanted to spend time with a friend who's probably got a lot of things in common with you, then I think this is going to be a place you feel really comfortable. If you want to learn more about the show, just go to thelisaberryshow.com. Otherwise, let's get started. Yesterday, my husband walks in the room and says, what is the temperature in here? What's the thermostat set at? It's hot. And I'm like, no, it's not. Let the games begin. Seems like layovers are much more common than they used to be. I had a seven hour layover in Seattle the other day. I watched a lot of planes land. You know, it's so funny. They touch down so smoothly and effortlessly. Well, at least it looks that way from inside the airport. But what a different story if you're the one inside the airplane. Am I right? I mean, it's the most startling moment of the flight. I'm never quite ready for it. I wouldn't call it a crash landing, but... Even so, I'm always amazed the wheels don't crack off in the process. Do you hold on to the armrests like I do? It's like just bracing for it. But then, you know, it just got me thinking about how easy it is to assume that somebody's life is just smooth sailing. You know, that heartache they endured, they're probably over it. That six-figure job a friend of yours has, that must be the cushiest life. The loved one who passed, ugh, I'm sure they're over it. It's been two years now. You know, most people don't want to bore you with the stuff that still feels like a crash landing. But it might be a kind and thoughtful thing to ask them, what's the hardest thing you're facing right now? It just might soften their landing. Have you ever thought about the fact that when you and I have a plan A and that doesn't work, we assume plan B is a little worse and plan C is certainly worse than that. But that's just human thinking. With God, what if plan B is actually better than plan A? Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. Quick question for you. Have these thoughts ever crossed your mind? Like sometimes I think, okay, God chose me a long time ago, but then I kind of disappointed him and he thought, oh no. I didn't know she was going to do that. I, I thought she was just going to be great. And then here I am all, you know, not. But the big thing I forget, and maybe you do too, is he knew from the very start all the goof ups we would do. All the two steps forward and three steps back. No surprises for him. He's like, of course, I knew. I knew all of that. I'm still here for you. I still can't quite comprehend that. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. If your day got off to a rocky start, same here. In fact, I decided to put it into the form of a haiku poem. Coffee pot broken, everyone in deep comas, wandering like sheep. Which drink holder in the car is for the driver and which is for the passenger? This is a debate of very small significance. But somebody on Facebook today said the drink holder closest to the windshield should be for the passenger. But I say, no, no, that that's not right. 
then the driver has to look down at the drink holders to be able to put their hand on the right one. See, I think that the driver should have the drink holder closest to the windshield because then the driver can reach his or her hand forward and pull it back to grab the first drink their hand lays on without ever taking their eyes off the road. This has been a People Drinking Coffee in Cars public service announcement. Well, I wouldn't be all that upset that my husband ate all the fun-sized candy in the bag, but he left me all the almond joys. That's just mean. Please tell me it's acceptable for a parent to dress up their child in a fun, cute costume this time of year. Hey there, I'm Lisa Berry. I'm asking because I was just going through an old photo album and saw all these costumes that I put our kids in when they were little. Like, I would make them myself too, right? I made, uh, one year I had my daughter be a flower pot. Like, she was wearing a green sweatsuit and then I made the the pot out of cardboard with suspenders on it (laughs) and then I made her wear all these petals around her face kind of like in lion style and you know she wore it but like kids of course they're gonna do that they don't know the difference they don't know what they look like and we're telling them how cute they look but now (laughs) I look back at the pictures and I'm thinking oh no I hope I didn't like scar her for the rest of her life Hey there, I'm Lisa Berry. I just wanted to remind you of a couple of things you have in case, perhaps, you forgot. You do not have the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. And with that combo, I'm not sure there's anything you can't overcome. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. Do you ever leave reviews for companies or products? You can choose one to five stars. Now, have you ever read a review that somebody else wrote and you realize, whoa, I don't think they understand how this works because they'll give a one star and then they'll leave a really nice review. It's like, no, 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 you meant five. Well, that's exactly what happened to Samantha. She's a frequent flyer for Delta. She had trouble making her booking and she called Delta and there was a really helpful agent, Julie who got it all straightened out for her, but Samantha accidentally gave her a one star and didn't mean it, but then it was too late to fix it. So she panics and makes a video of herself explaining what happened and that Julie was marvelous. Well, her video went viral. Julie's husband saw it, but so did Delta. So Delta contacts Samantha and says, how about if we throw a little party for Julie? So when Julie got to a certain airport, There was a big celebration and people were cheering and throwing confetti and everything. And Julie, of course, has no idea what's going on and she's overwhelmed and she's just in tears. Because, you know, people like Julie will continue to do their best whether people give them a five star or a one star. And then I thought of you. Because there are days when you are doing your job to the best of your ability and not everybody gets it. But God always understands what you're trying to do and how hard you work, and He gives you five stars. Well, I'm guessing you can use a little good news today. Here it is. Turkey prices are down a whopping 22% over last year. Good news for us, not so good news for the turkey. Hi, this is Sophia Matthews. Hi. So, I just heard you talk about turkeys. 
We just saw a turkey cross the road. No fooling. No. Wow. A turkey crossing the road. <laughs> That's funny. You just must have laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hope that turkey makes it past Thanksgiving alive. Did it look fat or skinny? It was like average. Average, yeah. They probably won't want him. No, they probably won't want him. If your kids are eating vitamins, listen up. Hey, I'm Lisa Berry. I guess there has been a spike in calls to poison control centers because kids are eating too many vitamins. They taste good. And they're sneaking them when the parents don't know. And I bet you did that like I did too. What about those Flintstone vitamins? I mean, didn't she go hunting through there to find Dino and they taste good. So we just had a few too many. And you know what the big problem is in there? Iron. The other vitamins in there, not a big deal, but the iron can really be dangerous to our kids. So better to keep those vitamins out of reach. If you're feeling battle weary today, I'm thinking of you. Problems getting worse, people letting you down, Seemingly, prayers go unanswered, and you're like, crying uncle. Oh, please don't give up. The enemy may be vicious, but he is never victorious. Do you remember when Suzanne Summers left the show Three's Company? You know, a lot of people said, well, she's just being greedy. The show was popular. She was asking for too much money. And then they let her go. And then she couldn't get a job anywhere. She was kind of blackballed. Well, she wanted to get paid what John Ritter was getting paid. She was getting $3,500 an episode. And he was getting $150,000. Seriously. Well, she got the last laugh anyway, because since she couldn't work in Hollywood, she just started doing other stuff. She launched a beauty line. She wrote a dozen books. She got uber famous because of the Thighmaster. In the end, she made $300 million. So I guess the bottom line is keep pushing for what's right and fair. Because even if you're treated unfairly, what you learn in the process of being treated unfairly will become rocket fuel for you. Well, I'm trying to figure out some things to make for dinner over the weekend, and I'm leaning toward this pasta dish, but I've got to get to the point where I can cook pasta to the correct doneness, somewhere between that little crunch that's not supposed to be there and applesauce. Do you ever feel like you do a lot of work, but there's other people who get all the accolades? They get all the pats on the back. They get all the applause. And there you are, carrying loads much heavier, day in and day out, and it's crickets. Nobody notices, nobody knows what you're doing. And I know you're a good soldier about it, but every once in a while, it just bugs you. I get it. I totally do. I don't have any secret word of wisdom, but there are two things that God encourages me with, and I give this to you. When you do the right thing and nobody notices, you are making big deposits in a heavenly bank account that has an incredible interest rate. And the other thing is, even though people can't see all that you do in secret, God loves to reward good done in secret. I think it's his favorite. If it ever looks like the people around you are reaching all their goals and everything is going swimmingly and you feel like you're just slugging through the mud 
and you're stuck. Things you want aren't happening. Well, I think you're going to discover your aha moment when you learn about the paralytic in the Bible. So there's the guy laying there. And what does Jesus ask him? The craziest question ever. Do you want to get well? <laughs> it's like, isn't that obvious? But actually, the more you look at it, it's not so obvious. And it's really important for you and me because when Jesus asks him that, he doesn't say yes. When Jesus said, do you want to get well? You know what he said? He goes, it's not my fault. Nobody is helping me get to the pool that is supposed to heal me. Either that happens or when I do try to get to the pool, other people get there ahead of me. Which is why Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? I wonder how many excuses you and I have for why we can't move forward, why we can't reach our goals or make progress. And then what he tells the guy is great. Kind of forcefully, he says, pick up your mat and walk. So here's my question for you. What paralyzes you? Is it some fear? Is it sadness? Indecision? Maybe you just doubt yourself. Who or what are you blaming for being stuck? You're convinced you're paralyzed, but you're not. Jesus says, get up. Take up your mat, your cross, your excuses, your self-doubt, and carry them. Don't lay on them. Now, walk. Hey, it's Lisa Berry, and thanks for listening to some of the show's highlights this week. If you want to hear the whole thing, like with music and everything, just go to thelisaberryshow.com and click on how to listen.